Welcome to episode 146 of the GameSpot After Dark podcast. I am your host, Morsain, and I am joined by Jean-Luc Seipke. Howdy do, gamers. It's lovely to be back. I heard the podcast went perfectly. It was absolutely me. perfect. Literally mm -hmm. no issues, not a okay. single issue. Um, if you weren't here this week, it would go up as normal. But I am very, very happy you are here for reasons <laughs> I will not detail. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, sounds good. Jordan Ramey is also here. I'm now very worried about what's going to happen during the podcast. What are you hinting at? <laughs> what's happening? Nothing is going to happen. It's what won't happen to this <laughs> podcast. That if you're wondering what we're actually talking about, um, last week something weird happened, and it like just ate the end of the podcast. Like it was just like, all right, you can't have this. And uh, despite our best attempts, we couldn't figure out what was going on. Um, I think it's fixed now. It is fixed. Yeah, but we don't know what happened there. Um, it is what it is, you know? Um, mm -hmm. But hopefully that won't happen this week, because Jean-Luc is back. And Jean-Luc, you may have noticed that there's only three of us today. Uh, yeah, That is because <laughs> Lucy actually <laughs> fell down a well. Oh, no. Um, which is very unfortunate, but she's currently stuck down there. We have dispatched people to try and help her out of it, and we're hoping that she'll be back on her feet, out of the well, recovered, and back on her feet by next week. Is, However, it is a very deep well. Deep well. Isn't this the backstory for the girl from the ring that, like, <laughs> she, like, falls Who down can say, Jordan? a well? Who can say? And... <laughs> is there any way we can get a really long say? XLR cable with a microphone and just, like, have it go down the well so that she can See, still be on the podcast? here's my suspicion. I think Lucy threw herself down the well. Oh, she didn't. Oh, damn. I, I think she's avoiding work by throwing mm. herself down the well. Like putting yourself in life threatening peril to avoid a bit of work is very Lucy energy. Well, you know what? That's not good enough. We got to get that mic down there. So yeah, she we'll, we'll figure out a way to get, get uh, a mic down there and be like, Lucy, we figured it out. And she's going to be like, I knew I should have gone for off the side of a cliff. Jesus. <laughs> 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 Anyways, let's get to what we've been doing and playing, and Jean-Luc, you're up. Hey, so uh, I think I detailed this previously on a podcast, my Steam Deck Woes, where it was supposed to arrive for me and then it didn't. Well, uh, as luck had it, uh, Valve got back to me and said, we're shipping out another Steam Deck. Oh. It arrived right before my vacation, which was lovely, so I got wow. to mess with the Steam Deck on the trip and I played a ton of Rogue Legacy 2 on it and what did you boy think? is that game awesome. It's really good. I loved the first Rogue Legacy but I remember also that game's like really long. When I, when I finished it I was like I've had my fill with this game and so I was unsure if I would like a Rogue Legacy 2 just because I'm like oh you know it's kind of more the same um, and I played a little bit in the when I went to early access and dug it, but was also like, okay, I'm going to stop because I don't actually really like playing games in early access. 
but now it's fully out and I played it and uh turns out I was wrong uh about being tired of it because I am so hooked on it. It's oh it's so good. It's it's just like I there's something about the rhythm of cuz I don't know mm. about you guys, but I am kind of a little over roguelikes as a whole right now. Um, yeah, my rogue shites. <laughs> How do you like that genre? Uh, I love it. It's great. Uh, I'm, there's a lot. There's a lot of good games, but they're not. I'm just kind of tired of that genre. But for some reason, there's something about the way Rogue Legacy structures itself, where it just feels very good. I think it's the fact that you there. There's a sense of constant momentum with this, and they even have they brought that further in this one, where you are always like collecting. Uh, new upgrades that are like permanent upgrades the, I just got to the part where you can unlock like permanent um, teleporters for yeah. certain areas and I was like oh thank Christ because I was like already starting to feel a little like oh man if I have to like grind my way to this area every time yeah. I want to go back like I don't know about this and then this uh pizza girl shows up and says hey i'm a pizza girl i need to help deliver these pizzas to the kingdom i can unlock teleporters for you and i was like sick this is great so yeah uh, i think that game just has like a excellent feeling of of like forward momentum in everything you're doing and you always feel like you're upgrading stuff and getting better and then i just think like the 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 platforming feels like super tight and um i really like the combat i love the new classes i think it's got a fun sense of humor uh the same way the original did so yeah i am like it, it's got it's got its hooks in me real deep and uh it plays fantastically on the steam deck it, it's a great like introduction i think to that that system because you can just it's such an easy like pick up and play like um i i don't know if they're ever going to put this game on switch or if they've announced that they they will definitely put it it's going everywhere remember what, where the remember to. where rogue legacy one went Everywhere, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure, like you, could, that's going. That will be pretty much on everything at mm -hmm. some point. Yeah, yeah. But uh, good but, on it. Like that, mm -hmm. that game's that game is a lot of fun. I need to get back to it. But um, I played a bunch of it, and I was like, oh, this is fun. I like the art style. The art style is really nice. Yeah, no, art style looks great, uh, especially because it's like the original game was that like kind of pixel like two D art, and then this one's like three D, but they like found a way to kind of keep that 2d feel like i totally forget that it is 3d at times with like the character models it yeah i can't say yeah. enough good things about that game have you installed emu deck yet no so are you going I, to i am i was looking up videos about it and this was like right before my my flight and i was like okay i don't have time to to get this all set up right now but uh now that i'm back i think this weekend i am gonna get that going because i am that's the the thing i'm the most excited about the steam deck is to is to just like deck it out in in uh emulators because um and it seems like that that emu stuff seems super easy like i was like the video mm -hmm. i was watching they were like you know they're like oh yeah it used to be like a little more complicated but people have already like cleaned it up and like a month and it's like oh you literally just like download this download that and it just automatically downloads every mm -hmm. emulator for you and i was like wow okay that seems yeah. 
crazy easy and awesome. So and it creates, get on that like, community. Profiles. I've not done it yet, but I've spoken to a bunch of people that have it. Like creates like the ideal display and control profiles for you mm-hmm. automatically, and it's like this is the best way to play it on this Steam Deck. So there you go. And there's yeah. people like running Wii games and GameCube games and Dreamcast games, and I'm just like. Uh huh. Let's go for illegal, baby. (laughs) What are you talking about? I have. I take my discs. I rip them. These are all my games. Yeah, yeah. Tam, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Here's my stance: if these if these publishers aren't going to put in the effort to preserve them, or give us ways to experience them, all bets are off. I don't give a fuck. Take me to jail. I mean, you know, uh, what's that that famous uh? quote that jeff gersman said where it's like you you gotta uh to combat piracy you gotta compete with free you gotta make it easier than free and you know mm-hmm. what nintendo doesn't do they don't make it easy yeah. because they just don't make it available at all so if i wanted to today um play one of the greatest games ever created god hand i would not be able to do that in a very legal way it's, no. it's imp- it's close to impossible so listen, I need to play the, one of the greatest games ever created, God Hand, and I will On do what go. I need to to do that. Okay. Man, can can you imagine? Like any time, you could just be anywhere. You could be at a bar. You could be at the the library. And, and suddenly, someone... I'm like, someone leans over at the bar and they see on my screen Gene spanking a bunch of weirdly dressed dudes and then hitting them into like space with a baseball yeah, bat. Yeah, yeah. And then going, ha <laughs> What a game. I they can't be like, tell yes, if yes, you're being serious or not, because I've never played this game. Dude, have you never played God no. Hand? Oh, God oh, Hand God is has, incredible. Yes. It is incredible. It's like, it, is, it is, imagine the tank controls of Resident Evil 4 applied to an action game like Devil May Cry. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I it think sounds terrible. absolutely phenomenal. It it's phenomenal. Terrible. There's that... like a There's like a roulette wheel where you have like weird moves in it, and one of them is like this amazing move where you do this massive wind-up attack and it looks like he's gonna just obliterate them with like a Saitama style one punch and then he like pivots and like uses the heel of his boot to kick them in the nuts and it goes bing and then they fall over writhing in pain what the fuck it's just it's just incredible (laughs) that that gamecube ps2 era of um like Capcom Clover games, I think maybe just like contain some of my favorite games ever made of all time. Like you got God Hand, you got Okami, you got like Devil May Cry, like just wall to wall bangers of games. Bangers. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm telling you, man, Clover slash Platinum. What became mm-hmm. Platinum back in the oh, day? Oh, yeah. Clover was incredible, man. But... Clover is incredible. Early Platinum is incredible. Current Platinum. <laughs> the current plan i'm just waiting for bayonetta, bayonetta three it'll definitely be good it'll definitely yeah. be be great uh jordan the game also had this amazing like uh defensive system where you like would use the thumbstick to weave in and out of like uh, enemy attacks why are you trying to make um, it sound but- worse <laughs> Like, dude it's 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 <laughs> like it's very difficult as a game but like it's also very very funny and mm-hmm. very, very mm. fun. Mm. Um, yeah. There's like bits where like they do that thing where the enemies will like come into an arena to be like where the tough enemies and they'll come running in and one of them will like fall over on their face and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> it's such a funny game. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, uh, yeah, it's a hard game to 
like articulate why it's so amazing i feel like but it's just there's nothing else like it man i don't know it's it's so unique elite game elite Mm -hmm. game i'm telling you man everyone should play god hand it's a it's a quintessential video game experience i'll put far 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 down on my backlog list Uh, I just remembered there's, uh, like, this one ability where he does this, like, weird flying kick in, and, like, it just launches them through walls. It's just so fucking funny. There's a move called Kung Fu Tango, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Great game. Great game. Bring God Hand back. Remake God Hand. Please oh, don't. Man. It sounds Ooh. terrible. <laughs> Dude, you, you're going you're gonna to be ashamed of your words and deeds when you play this. There's... Because it's fantastic. God Hand is brilliant. There are like probably at least 30 games on my backlog that I would play first. <laughs> it's kind of like the precursor to Astro's Wrath in a lot of ways. It's got that same kind of like yeah. over the topness. Um, and it's like that classic, it's also like a, a spiritual successor to those classic like Streets of Rage style brawlers where you're just running from a 3D perspective. Um, and you're just running around arenas and beating up enemies and kicking over trash cans to eat food that's in there for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, like every now and then a boss appears and you're like, oh God, what the fuck's going on here? I wish they, that I had like a, a, a co-op mode almost. That would be so much fun. Ooh. Bring back God Hand, mm-hmm. make it co-op. Yes, yes, yeah. yes to all of that. Put Gene in Smash Brothers. Oh, they're done with Smash Brothers. He would, no more he new would characters. Fucking, if Gene was in Smash Brothers, <laughs> it's over for them fools. Like no one is take, no one's going up against Gene. He's literally unstoppable. <laughs> like if he's got the God Hand, is is done. It's over for him. What else have you been up to, John Luke? Uh, I'm a little. Well, I played it. Two weeks ago, but I didn't get a chance to talk about it on the podcast, uh, which is Evil Dead, the game. Is that still relevant to people talking about <laughs> that game? Was, was it ever it relevant? being relevant about five minutes after it launched. <laughs> I was about to say. I, yeah, I don't know anyone talking about no, it except I, for like I, I you have, and Ben Jink. <laughs> I'm being, yeah. I'm being facetious, facetious about it, but yeah, it seems like a really fun game. I, I haven't dipped into it right yet, yet but like... A lot of people seem to be enjoying it. It feels like there needs to be some kind of updates to come out for it to improve it a bit. But yeah. I mean, our review of it was uh, quite favorable. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that mm-hmm. that's Mark how I feel about it. It. Uh, it. It's. I agree that like I'm just like oh boy, I don't know how long this game will last because I like they did no marketing for that game at all. There were so many it's, people were like, what, what's the, out, the, huh? The really sad thing is they were like, hey, we have Evil Dead. And then someone from that development studio literally standing behind the person saying, hey, we have Evil Dead, is holding up a little placard that says, we're also making Ghostbusters. And people are like, what's that guy over behind you holding up? Uh, I want to speak to that guy. We want to speak to that guy. <laughs> no, but talk about the Evil Dead. Yeah, oh. They'll be like, no, Evil Dead. But no, no the games you make, Ilphonic, it seems way better suited to that, that franchise over there. Bring the fr- that other guy over here. Like, oh. Oh. But Evil, Evil Dead is great, and I'm having a ton of fun with it, um, what I have played. I have, yeah, I played a bit with Ben. I actually played a bunch with um, uh, former GameSpot people, uh, Jake Tucker, Matt Padgett, and Callie, um, mm-hmm. who are all Evil Dead fans. And let me tell you, if you are a fan of Evil Dead, it is a wonderful time because it is just so chock full of Evil Dead goodness. You can uh, have a full squad of just Ashes, of just Ash Williams, each one being a different Ash Williams from a different movie, and it's great. I'm super into it. 
Fire Emblem characters all over again. <laughs> but they're all different too because there are different classes. So it's like, okay, well, uh, Ash from Evil Dead 1, you know, he's more just like kind of a scaredy cat. He's not like, you know, the, the, the machismo Ash that you know. So he's like the support healer. And then you got like Ash from Evil Dead 2 and he's like the hunter class and he has the no arms so he can pick up the chainsaw. Like they, they, they really go all out with it. But um, I mean, I think it, does something unique that like other kind of horror asymmetric multiplayer games have done. Like the, e- the easiest comparison is obviously the Friday the 13th game. Cause that was sort of the same idea of like four people in this one massive map versus like one other person who's trying to kill them. But the difference is, is that because it's evil dead, you can fight back and you are constantly fighting. So it doesn't run into that problem with, uh, that I ran into, uh, with, Friday the 13th I do like that game but it's like after a while you're like okay I'm just kind of wandering around I'm not really doing much I'm basically just waiting for Jason to show up and try and murder me or you're hiding a lot and it's there's a lot of downtime where it's kind of boring in this game there is no downtime it's like I'm constantly finding new weapons I'm I'm fighting deadites I'm fighting the skeletons from the army of darkness which is great they have so have you, you guys seen army of darkness yeah yeah, you remember the flute, the flute skeleton? Oh yeah. Yeah, there is that is an enemy. There will be you can summon a flute skeleton that will then like play Ooh. his flute and you can hear it and you have to go like get him and it's oh my god, it's so good. Uh so nice. yeah, it's like as the survivors, you just feel like you're constantly active and you're doing stuff, which is like great. And then as the the demons, the deadites uh is a ton of fun to play because uh basically you you're in like a first person perspective and so it actually like mimics the the like first person like shaky cam mm. uh of the of the deadites from the movies like as you move around which is super cool and just like a great little touch uh but you're like collecting demon energy and you're like constantly like spawning um like different enemies and you're spawning traps you can like take like a, a like a little loot chest and you could like trap it so that like ash's uh hand like comes out and like grabs the player which is like super cool uh it's just it's you can like possess the players you can possess a car which is a ton of fun so like the players can all like drive up in the car to the location and then like they all get out and then you just possess the car and just run them all over and it's really fun and like super satisfying (laughs) to do like it's just it's really entertaining to be both parties which again going back to friday the 13th i remember playing as jason and it's like really fun once you find the campers and you're like killing them but there's also that downtime where you're just like wandering around in the woods and you're just Mm. like okay i kind of want to just get to the the action you know like in this i feel like they very smartly found a good way where like they cut out all the fluff and it just feels like you're you're always doing stuff as both parties and so I think it's great. I, I, as a Evil Dead fan, I really enjoyed it. And just like, I think as a asymmetrical, like co-op kind of horror game, I think they made a lot of really smart choices with it where it just feels, uh, it just feels fun all the time. And, and I'm not sitting there being like, oh, you know, like the, the highs are high, but then some of the lows were low mm-hmm. in like other games. So I'm, I dig it a lot. It, it is a little bit janky in spots. Um, oh God, I wish they would get, I know it's really difficult to do and it's easy to minimize the work behind it, but 
there's every time I play one of these Illphonic games, I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, you're almost there. You're almost there. Sure. It's going like, to keep happening, Tam, because there was like, jank in the Ghostbusters. <laughs> I uh, the, pre- the Predator game came out, and I remember playing it. And oh, thinking, yeah. Uh, they've, there's like I'm having fun, but also like it's so janky, and I wish it wasn't this janky. It's I don't. It's not as janky as the Predator game. Uh, I'll mm. say that. I thought it was less janky than that. For me, it was mostly just like I don't know. There's like a couple visual glitches and stuff like that. It the servers ran extremely well first day, which is you could say more than I remember. The Friday Thirteenth servers were like totally mm. busted. Um, it also does crossplay, and the crossplay works beautifully. Like I was immediately able to get in a game. So like the actual playing experience of getting into games super smooth. It's just more like oh I don't know. Like some of the you know weird animation stuff or sometimes you get like stuck on a thing you can't jump in this game which i think is super weird so you have to like hit a button to like jump over a like a ledge or or a fence but then because you can't just jump whenever you want sometimes you like just get like a little bit stuck it's very minor but it's like okay it's more just like yeah if they they just polished it up a little bit i think it would be um you know it would would have a little more to it but i wouldn't i don't know like i they I don't think it's quite janky to the way I've heard some people be like, oh, it just looks janky. Like, I'm just like, I don't know. I think it looks fine. Like, it's Mm. just. It's a budget game, though. I also think I just have my expectations in check of like what this game is. And it's just like, yeah, that's fair. That makes sense. Jordan, any any interest in checking it out? Evil Dead, the game? No, not at all. (laughs) What? No. Damn. This man is. You hate to see it. He's vicious. I'm waiting for Ghostbusters. But while you're waiting, you can play some Evil Dead. I don't know. (laughs) But I've also had no interest in, like, that uh, series, like, before anyway. So I'm not going to be like, oh, this game is going to be the thing that finally Mm. pulls me into it. Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely not. It's 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 definitely for Evil Dead fans. I mean, I was playing it with, you know, I guess I was playing with Callie, and, like, Callie's a huge Evil Dead fan, and she was just like, this is awesome. I'm so into this. So it's like, you kind of... Like, the game itself is good, and I, I'm sure you could have someone who, like, doesn't know Evil Dead probably would maybe have a good time with it, but it's like, yeah, you gotta be... You gotta be <laughs> into Evil Dead to play Evil Dead the game. Surprise! Surprise, surprise. Um... Cool. Yeah, I think I might check it out at some point. At some point. No, you won't. We we Don't have a crew. You could always like just hop in. It's a good time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Play with your friends, Jordan. Your friends miss you. Don't trust this, John Luke. Lucy and Tam said for like almost a whole year that they would play Apex with me. <laughs> we will. Never we will. I will. Once. I will play it. <laughs> so. Okay. I will, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> um. But yeah. Anything else, John Luke? Uh, yeah. I. Checking out the new season of Destiny, season of the Haunted. Uh, I don't need to ramble about it too much, other than to say that it is doing like that. My favorite stuff in Destiny, which is they're like, hey, you know, because like Destiny's very all over the place, and it's like where it's got like you know hard sci-fi, but then it's also got like just like weird wizard space magic Soft sci-fi. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but this one is like. What if uh, weird space ghosts and um, just like leaning into characters like Eris Morn, who's just basically like a, 
a weird space witch and it's just it's just really leaning into that aspect of it and everything's just like super spooky and and creepy and i'm just like yes this is the this is the good shit this is the stuff i love in destiny is when it gets like really weird and it's just like what if we put wizards and space spells and magic and stuff in this game and i'm like yes this is what i want god so i'm i'm really into it and they brought back like um they the so there was a raid the first raid in destiny 2 was called the leviathan and they took it out of the game back when uh they took out uh when they did the beyond light expansion in 2020 um and they took out a bunch of content in the game and so they've now put it back in the game as like a destination you can explore, which is obviously a fun nostalgic thing, but also it's like, oh, it's changed mm. and it's spooky and it, it plays really well into the story. So like, it's like both like a fun little like, oh man, like this area, but also like they've changed it in a significant way where it like, you know, it's not just like you're, oh, I'm wandering around the same area and you get bored of it. Like, uh, so super into what they're doing. Um, the new dungeon's going to, uh, be out on Friday, which is the time of this podcast, and me, Phil, and David are gonna live stream it on GameSpot. So if you're happening to listen to this, like right when this podcast come out, you can go check it out. Otherwise, it'll probably already the have been streamed. Mm. The true fans, the true fans know. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, I'm sure you can check out the archive if you're interested. But uh, yeah, I'm just digging that. That's super fun. Um, but that's about it. I don't really need to ramble too much about Destiny. Y'all know the deal with that game by, by yeah. this point. I, I wish. Destiny is a game that I know I'll, I'll probably never get back into. Despite, but, but I also kind of know I'll probably try a few more times and fail. Which, is, which makes me sad. Yeah. Sure. Which yeah. Makes me sad. Yeah. Same boat. Fair Same enough. Boat. Fair, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. I'm going to keep trying and not <laughs> succeeding. And I'm going to read something that Phil writes. I'm like, damn, that sounds so fascinating. I'm going to try again, and it's just not going to work. <laughs> it's just not going to work. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, well, is, there still is no, like, easy on-ramp, is there? Just, like, a mess of things. No, that's the thing. Yeah, that's what it wasn't like it was supposed to be. <laughs> we missed the boat. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bummer because I think they have made... They have made it easier to get into content as far as you don't have to worry about, like, level mm. grinding the way you used to. Like, I think from that standpoint, they have made things significantly easier, but they still haven't really overhauled, like, actually explaining the game very well. So it's still a thing where you hop in and you're going to, like, start the game up and it's going to be like, here's a cutscene for the new season that you have no context for. And here's this and here's that. And it's going to, like, like, literally it'll throw you into they do a thing where if you start a new season, they have like an opening mission. They will throw mm. you right into that mission, which is super cool if you're a returning player because you're like excited and you log in day one. If you're a, an old player who hasn't played in a while and you hop in, you're going to be like, the, what is happening? I have no context for any of this. <laughs> who are these people? What is happening? So that is not a great user experience and continues to not be. And I imagine at this point, just like will probably never be fixed until they have finished this like current arc of destiny that will end in i think two more expansions destiny three and, baby um, who knows destiny, destiny three. three yeah destiny three or i'm not sure I, I, I genuinely have no idea how they're going to handle if they're going to do a proper full-on release or if they're going to just they have to because i know they they want to have it like be like no it's continuing and i think players are very used to like having their characters and having their weapons and they also talked about how like 
going from Destiny mm. 1 to 2 was a mistake and they regretted doing that and they should have just kept updating Destiny 1, which I agree. But I also go, yeah, but you kind of need a reset to like just fix a bunch of stuff and, you know, make people hop in fresh. So mm. I don't know. They part should probably just do a Destiny that, 3. <laughs> part of me hopes that this partnership that they have with uh, Sony that's going on, I'm like, do a Destiny TV show and literally do the oh thing that God, like yes, they yes. that I was like, oh, we don't want TV shows to just recount like the plot line of games, do something unique. I'm like, actually, no, in this case, please just recount yeah. the full plot line of <laughs> Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 in your sure. TV show. And then it will be much easier for me to (laughs) jump into the game. (laughs) Or go further into like the certain backstory stuff that is that the games weren't able to cover, but was there. So like, you know, there's all these like books you can read that like talk about um, either stuff in the past or just like stuff that other characters were doing. So you'll like you'll do a mission and then it's like you'll have all these like this text you can read about other characters who either were around when that mission happened or them kind of like reacting to a major event that happened which is great it's like i think that's the perfect way to treat it in the game of like you have the main thing and then it's like if you're interested you can read like the sort of side fluff but like that's the kind of stuff where yeah you should do a tv show right like maybe mm-hmm. like pick a couple side characters and really really focus on them but um i don't know we'll who knows We'll see. I don't know. Has, <laughs> how much TV has Sony done and how successful has that been? Well, are you not excited for Twisted Metal, the TV show? No. <laughs> how about Last of Us? <laughs> I played the game. I'm good. I'm, I'm curious. I'm like, uh, I'll probably watch at least a little bit of it. You know, I like yeah. Pedro Pascal. I'm curious but... <laughs> for the new stuff because they said that they're going to add stuff to the TV show that like wasn't explored in the games interesting so i'm curious to see what that mm. might be mm-hmm. i i think it's just a matter we'll of time see. before a destiny <laughs> thing shows up in terms of like uh an animated project or like what a form? cg project or a movie or something like that what would you what would you want would you want it to be like straight up anime or would you rather like a, yeah, I would love for that would be good. to do an yeah, anime, an anime. Destiny. Oh. A, a western <laughs> written or uh, but like japanese animated or even like korean asian animated um show that's what i sure, think sure. like the western side of it yeah. will take care of all the lore and stuff i don't need um like the the anime trope characters shoehorned into destiny i just want the destiny characters as is and then the yeah. cool uh animation yeah. that asian studios do really well well, you don't want the ghost to talk with like a twelve-year-old. No, I do not. I do not want at any point the ghost <laughs> just follow yeah. the I don't want to see the ghost trying to look up any and... skirts. I don't want any of that nonsense. <laughs> um, thank you very much. Yes, uh, but yeah, I, that's how I would like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Or even like a. Remember when they did the? Uh, they should. They could also release like a visual novel, almost like the visual. Remember when Metal Gear did the uh, visual graphical novel for a while? They did two of those. And it was just Ashley Wood taking key scenes oh, or like yeah. the story of Metal Gear Solid 2 and 1, I think it was. Um, yeah, I believe so. And you could just watch it through on PSP. And it was like this really nice. Was that I mean, good? like I never it watched was pre- it. It was pretty fun. Like obviously back then I was, I still am, yeah. but like a Metal Gear fanatic. So you could like, if you gave me like a steaming pile of shit with a Metal Gear logo on it, I'd be like, <laughs> this is pretty fucking great. Uh-huh. I love this. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, how is that so how was how was uh survival then 
Oh uh, no, I'm I'm no longer like that. Where I'm capable of like you know actually actually like calling something shit when it is, and Metal Gear Survive is hot steaming trash. Um, Metal Gear Solid Five though, probably the greatest stealth game ever created. Oh stealth sure, game yeah, ever created. Let's fucking absolutely. go. Absolutely, Um, I'd love for them to do that. Like release a, like a graphical novel style thing. That's like a it could be a digital one. Yeah, um, that they put out on like PlayStation. I agree, and that would actually be that's where I would say do the whole like just recap. The, the main plot of the, mm. the games. That would be the perfect way to do that. That would be so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sp- speaking of Metal Gear know. Solid, um, my, um, uh, uh, I guess, what's the term? It's my partner's sibling. I don't know what that sibling in law i guess uh anyway uh they have they're like 17 and they they have gotten crazy addicted into uh like metal gear it's like their current hyper fixation like they played they started with rising revengeance and was like Mm. this is absolutely amazing i love this and then they like went back and started like watching uh let's plays of all the metal gears and they're just like super hooked on it so they're just like constantly texting me about like everything that's happening and it's it's uh <laughs> it's a treat i always love when like a uh, someone new gets super into like a, a thing yeah. like that and you just get to like and you get to like feed off of it a you're like follower. oh yeah and they're just like i can't believe when this happened and you're like yes yes oh this is good i'm like feeding off of off of your energy and like recapturing mm. some of that that nostalgia and oof. It's very good. I'd love to see it. It's very good. I'd love to see it. Um, Jordan, what have you been up to? Uh, I can finally talk about some <laughs> things that I've been uh, playing under embargo. Uh, so I got to check out Rainbow Six Siege Year 7 Season 2. I cannot remember what the season is actually called. They, they've had so many seasons in Siege now. It's just hard to keep track. But I got to try out the new operator, Sens, who's not exactly my cup of tea because they're an attacker with one speed and three armor. And when I play on attack, I tend to go towards the people who are a bit faster um, and more responsive because I like to just hunt down all the defenders and kill them as quickly as possible. Um, But their gadget uh, is so fucking cool it's like this little like high-tech pool ball that like can bounce between surfaces and wherever it goes it just uh puts up this giant like a uh, illumination uh wall that no one can see through uh so you can shoot through it and you can walk through it but like sins can just totally fuck up a situation by just like rolling a ball and just like bouncing it off like a bunch of uh different walls and just like creating all this illusionary wall in the middle of this battlefield and all of a sudden like no one on either team can mm. see like where where everything is um which is just wild it causes like even the most intense firefights to just like all of a sudden just stop and like come to a standstill as everyone's just trying to figure out I'm like okay mm-hmm. maybe we take a step back no one wants to do like accidental friendly fire and like shoot a teammate through like the wall or anything like that. And I, I think they're going to be awesome. I think, I don't think they're going to be like meta changing in the same way. Uh, Akami was, um, with her little kunai daggers that could, uh, quickly just put up like all those defensive barriers and walls. 
But I think Sens is gonna be is gonna be a good time for anyone who uh I guess really likes just fucking mm. with everyone like when in the middle of a match like if your idea of a good time in siege is being like i'm just going to take your well orchestrated plan and put as many holes into it as i possibly can like sends is the operator for you i'm still gonna stick with my like girl oh, habana yeah. mm-hmm. uh but uh sends is awesome um and they're the first uh non-binary operator oh. to be added to siege it only took them seven years <laughs> to add a non-binary character to siege um which part of me wants to celebrate and the other part of me feels like come on y'all it's you have 60 plus characters in this game. at this point yeah yeah, yeah like it <laughs> this should have happened ages ago um but beyond siege uh, i've been playing uh roller champions um, which is uh, another Ubisoft game. It is, I guess, roller derby mixed with basketball and soccer. And I can't remember the name, but this like old uh, Mayan Mesopotamian like sport that they used to play like way, way back in the day before the colonizers showed up um, where so it's three on three and everyone's on roller skates and you're just going around and around in this uh, rink. And the goal is to grab the ball that's in the rink and throw it through uh, a hoop to score points, kind of like uh, basketball. And you can even like dunk the ball and things like that. If you do a full lap before shooting the ball, you get one point. If you do two mm-hmm. laps, you get three points. And if you manage three uh three laps you get five points and whoever gets five points first wins if you manage to do the three laps and then just score right there it's just an automatic win if at any point the other team gets the ball away from you it cuts off Mm. your streak and you have to get the ball back and start going over again so it's just this huge like risk versus reward system where it's like oh you've completed a loop the goal is open do you want to take the shot and get that one point or do you want to try for another loop in hopes of getting three points? Um, And it has kind of this rocket league knockout city vibe where it's like, Oh, it's really easy to control. I describe it as an EA big vibe. Yeah. Like it's, there's like four or five buttons that you need to remember. So like, it's pretty easy to get into, but there's like a, fairly high skill ceiling where you have to practice a lot to get like pretty good at it. Like uh, my friends and I learned the other day that like there's this dodging mechanic that like if you correctly press the X button, like right when someone's trying to tackle you, you'll essentially like parry their strike with your hands and just like effortlessly like just slide right by them. And it's really hard to pull off, but it's like the most satisfying thing in the world to like just, oh, the person's about to tackle you and just like easily just like Taekwondo push past their arms and just slide on past and then just toss the ball up for like an easy three points or something like that. So I've been having a good time with it. I'm worried that they're in the same way as a game like Destruction All-Stars or Knockout City, since there isn't so much there that the player base is gonna die out like relatively quick and they're gonna have like 
they'll have that like really small niche passionate fan base, but it's not going to be like Rocket League, although I'm not sure if any like sports game is ever going to match uh, like a Rocket League or FIFA like ever again. But uh, I'm having a good time with it. And as a free to play game, I'm always down. If it's free, then it's for me. Um, the and it's got some pretty cool cosmetics and a small battle pass. They're doing that thing that Apex did where they kind of launch with a oh, here's 30 days of content and then season one's going to actually start after that. We're going to this is like season zero a preseason just to get like all the like uh, issues out of the way. And there have been there was a lot of issues on day one of that game. It was just crashing all the time. It's much better now. Um, but yeah, it's I think if you're just like looking for a fun little free to play game to play with your buddies, it's an excellent time. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, yes, this is definitely a game of the year. Top 10 contender. Uh, I think it's I think it's fine. I think it's <laughs> I think it just does what it's supposed to do. I mean, um, that sounds pretty awesome like mm-hmm. tam you said ea big and i was like thinking about this the other day about how much i just miss when like we just had a bunch of weird sports mm-hmm. games that were like just doing their own thing being weird not concerned about like man like all the 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 like 360 onward era of just like these games have to be realistic and we're using yeah. real <laughs> players and you have to care about like the roster and i was like this is so boring i do not give a shit any of this give me like weird extreme you know like mountain biking or whatever the fuck like i just i just liked it when shit was weird and like accessible and like it was just more about like being fun so like this seems to be kind of scratching the itch i kind of want to play it it you'll probably like it then i was uh discovered the other day that you can like grab onto your teammate's shoulders and like push off of them for like a nice speed boost or jump off of their shoulders mm-hmm. and you go like flying into yes. the air and so i was like oh i'm gonna shoot off into the air and then do a tackle from up above and i just like dive bombed the other team <laughs> and just like <laughs> smacked them in the face i'm like okay that was pretty cool i <laughs> i always i always forget that jordan you, you are very into these kind of like extreme takes on existing game franchise or yeah. like genres aren't mm-hmm. you yeah let me tell you about a game called God Hand, Jordan. Because it is. <laughs> Get out of here with that. I'm playing Roller Champions now. <laughs> Anything else? I have dipped my toes back into Halo Infinite uh, to try out Season 2, partly oh, just God. to see if it was any good, and mostly just so that <laughs> I could be like, all right, Tam, it's time to finalize GameSpot's Halo Infinite multiplayer. I <laughs> realized that I meant to talk about it the last couple of podcasts and just completely forgot that I even played it, which I think says everything Yeah, like you need to know about how I feel about that season two, new which is like, it's there's fine, new I guess. Did did they mm. fix the mode, the 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 battle royale type mode, so that um you don't have to like sit there the rest of the match or you don't earn points? I haven't tried it that? just because I don't like the mode. <laughs> okay, I actually kind of liked the mode. So for those who don't know, it's like their take on battle royale where you have like a I don't know how many lives you have, but you have like a certain number of lives, and yeah. then you have to kind of like go around this big map and take people out. And it's also like a like a 
kind of gun game thing where like as you kill people you'll like level up and then you can like get a new gun and um you know uh and then there's also like a circle and it's closing in i kind of liked it the problem is is if you lose it says like hey you lost you can spectate the rest of the match they said you can also quit and you won't get penalized for quitting obviously and i was like well that's good i would hope not <laughs> you don't earn any experience though you <laughs> at least at launch <laughs> you didn't and i was like wow like it's just like hey all you're your being penalized you're just not gaining anything you're just not gaining anything so it's like all your all your experiences all your bounties like nothing and i was like that is unacceptably bad like no one will want to play this because you who wants to like sit there for like 10 minutes watching the rest of these people play if you're not earning any experience like like oh man like just I love the core of that game so much, but like, goddamn, like some of like the way they have it designed in the back end is like it's just killing the momentum of that game being like what it could be. Halo Infinite's in such a weird spot. Like, I almost kind of wish that Xbox had been like, you know what? It'll be a weaker holiday season, but we will just have it that Forza Horizon 5 is like our holiday game and we're going to delay Halo Infinite for <laughs> an additional year on top of the one year that we've already uh, done because like it seems like we're so far away from reaching the regular cadence of right. content that you kind of see in games like Fortnite, Apex, yeah. Overwatch for a while, not really anymore. Um, and the seasons are crazy long. Yeah. They're like six months. It's like, that's way too long. And then it's like, I waited six months, and then they're like, we've added two maps, one new mode, and then King of the Hill, which I'm like, it's King of the Hill. It's been in Halo since the very beginning. And granted, it's launch. still fun, but it's I kind of just wanted more. <laughs> but it's like, King of the Hill just should have been there from the start. Like, why didn't you have King of the Hill in there? Like, it's it's... It's stuff like that. That's just like, like I was kind I don't of hoping. Know. I don't know. I was kind of hoping at this point that we would have gotten like a brief, I don't know, hour and a half, maybe two hour campaign add on uh, where they're like, and here's a little bit more of the story. Um, they're still figuring that. out how to get co-op to work. Jordan. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and we still don't they're still trying have to forge. Get, yeah. Forge <laughs> is supposed to be later this year as well. It's yeah, man. I I do like like it's hard not to compare that game to like Battlefield in kind of like it, it I feel like it almost has a similar level of just like drop off like I think the fundamentals of Halo are like stronger that's the difference yeah. it's like it's just a better game playing, at its core. <laughs> yes like I just straight up did not enjoy playing Battlefield 2042 I just thought it was like so boring and I didn't like the changes they made to the class stuff Halo at least is the fundamentals down so I do feel like they're they can still turn it around you know mm -hmm. like i'm waiting for them to and i want them to but it's just like they're not giving they're not giving people enough like to keep coming back because like i don't know six months yeah like, I'm, I'm hoping you know? they have something big in the pipeline for the end half of this year just with xbox's other two big games starfield and redfall being like all right they're not coming oh, this year oh. so it's like okay so what big first party thing then are we gonna get for xbox and i'm like well my mm. hope is that we get like some serious content drops for halo infinite but i don't know if we're gonna get that yeah but it is what it is
Anyway, Tam, whenever you want me to finalize that review, I'm, I can do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Um, if, you, if you feel comfortable, now's the time to do it. Um, anything else? Nah, that's, that's mostly what I've been doing. Oh, yeah. I gave up. You probably don't want to hear this. I gave up on Elden Ring. I don't think I'm going to finish it. But uh, What? You gave up? I gave up. Like a coward. Why would you give up? Because I've reached another... There's several reasons. It is a combination of... In most Dark Souls and, and Soulsborne games, like there's always that point where it's like, oh, like I've reached a challenge that... I'm probably not adequately prepared to beat. I probably just need to do just a little bit of grinding just to like level up like once or twice just to like get to that point. And I'm like, and I don't mind that. The problem is, is that most Soulsborne games up to this point have been like 20 to 40 hours long. And Elden Ring is like 120 hours long. So I've gone through that mm -hmm. process more times than I kind of want to. And so I've reached that point again where it's like, oh, I just kind of have to just grind for a bit more runes to like level up a few more times just so i can get to that point i'm like i don't want to <laughs> do that uh again just to get some levels and this the other reason and this will probably be more controversial to our listeners and whatnot as well as some of our co-workers i know phil would probably definitely disagree with me i just don't think elden ring's story is as good as Bloodborne's Dark Souls 3's and Sekiro's. I feel like From Software has given us better stories and settings in their past few games and Elden Ring just doesn't match the quality that they've uh, done in the past. Not to say that it's bad. I still think it's good. I just think that for Elden Ring, my favorite aspect of it is the gameplay. I really like playing it. I really like beating the bosses, but there's no... I'm not getting that same narrative draw that I was getting when I was like in Bloodborne. And I discovered the Vile Bloods for the first time or I was playing Sekiro and I finally learned like what the origin of everyone's immortality was for the first time. Like something that I was like, this is really fucking cool and I want to dive more into this. Mm. And I feel like Elden Ring's version without spoiling it is the secret of Radon. Like that's like the big thing that's like, OK, now that you know this, let's really dive in and try to figure out what's going on i'm like and i i don't care <laughs> like i mm. just mm, i don't think it is the secret of radon there's some stuff that you have to well not hunt for but like if you discover it it's like way more interesting maybe yeah. I, I think that's fair though because like that's kind of what made like sekiro sort of stand out is i think sekiro compared to every other from software game has like a much more like traditional story that's like easier to grasp onto and then there's all the extra stuff that, like, you know, is the more classic mm -hmm. um, from software. So I think it's just, like, that game, that game's narrative is, like, kind of more approachable in, like, a traditional sense, where I feel like Elden Ring is a little more, uh, kind of harkens back to sort of the way they did, like, a Dark Souls, and, you know, where, like, Dark Souls 1, where, or, like, Demon Souls, where it's, like, it's still there, but it's, like, you definitely have to hunt for it more. Yeah. And some people are just because there's, there's so many people i know who like played through like dark souls and was like oh yeah i put 100 hours into it no idea what the fuck happens in that game <laughs> absolutely fair. no idea that's and fair. i think there's, there's probably so many people who have the same reaction with elden ring <laughs> elden ring is one of those like i feel like in terms of narrative you're getting small chunks of it and then when you finish the game and you 
there's something there are revelations towards the tail end of that game that cast the entire entirety of what you have learned up up until that point into a different light sure and and reframe it in a way that you're like oh now that i know this that means this 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 right, this right. this and this and it's like really fascinating stuff mm. there's things that there's things that the game like presents to you and you take for granted that actually are revealed to be it, it does this thing where it pulls the rug out from underneath right, you and you're right. like oh i didn't expect that or i didn't know that was the case or and it doesn't do it in an, a, like a a kind of like unequivocal way where it's like actually this is this it's like but what if mm-hmm. this was this and normally i love games like that tam and i'm not even saying that i don't love elden ring i think elden ring's fantastic and just barring like the lack of competition i think it's still going to be like my game of the year <laughs> at the end of 2022 it's just one of those things that like with a reveal like that you would expect that to be attached to a game that you would complete in like 30 to 40 hours sure it was like Uh. oh i'm not like it's really hard to play a game where it's like oh like this thing that will help like reevaluate everything that you've learned up to this point like it doesn't come until after a 90 plus hour playthrough it comes it's (laughs) all that stuff is part of the main game yeah the main the golden path so it's only 90 hours because you've put 90 hours into it you could have got to that revelation in 30 hours if you wanted to i suppose but like you understand what i'm saying right yeah i get what you mean such an expansive game that like it just it keeps all i'm saying is like instead of (laughs) instead of giving up on it maybe consider just mainlining it right but but i think i think that kind of speaks to where like a a flaw of of elden ring is is that by being open world it kind of like naturally encourages you to go out and explore and like it it creates a issue where like people will have different pacing with the story mm. depending on how they play it so it's like you know you're going to have people are going to have a different reaction to the story and to the pacing because it's an open world game you know so it's like you, you, it's a problem that i think almost like every open world game has and like no game has like perfectly solved and like mm-hmm. elden ring is like very much in a lot of ways like the best open world game ever made i think just like mechanically but you could you could argue that like some of the story stuff with the way from software like structures does does negatively benefit from the yeah i think i'm just a little bit burnt out on it i've like gotten to the point where i'm like okay i have hit that like souls born roadblock of like man this boss is really tough time to like uh, just figure out how to beat it. And I'm like, in most Soulsborne games, that only happens like 20 to 30 times. In Elden Ring, it has happened like 60 fucking times. And I'm like, right. how many bosses <laughs> are in this goddamn game? There's too many. Uh, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm so tired and I'm a little bit burnt off on it. So I'll probably come yeah. back to it probably, I don't know, at the end of this year, maybe at the start of 2023. But I've just like reached. What I'm saying a point is, or... for game of the year discussions, it would be good to have the thing completed. I mean, I know, and I will try, of, but it's so a lot of competition hard, against it. But but like, <laughs> I get, I get it, I get it. But yeah. at the very least, like, if you can't complete it, maybe just watch an overall lore video. Yeah, uh, and, I, and maybe, but yeah. sure. I don't know. It's one of those things where like this is this is like one of those instances where I'm like, I know that the fan base hates it so much, but I desperately wish that there was just a mode that you could turn on in Soulsborne games where it's like, 
oh, here's the easier mode. And here's like an extra like, uh, I don't know, 80K runes or something like that to like get you over this hump that you've gotten to. So I'm like, oh, I love like after getting past the hump, I can play for like a solid like two or three hours before reaching mm. the next like roadblock. But each of these roadblocks is just mm-hmm. kicking my ass. And as I explore do- more of the game, it's like there's less directions that I can go um yeah i mean you could you could like focus on upgrading your mimic tier and then yeah. if you haven't got it already and then do the do. uh the uh the grind spot with the arrow and the bird the bird grind yeah if you wanted to which is like which I you can go up do. 40 levels in like <laughs> <laughs> like uh, three hours or something it's it's ridiculous but yeah like, like an op once you get easy. past the i'm trying not to spoil this for people listening once you get past the uh you have reached the eld tree, I guess, portion of the game. Everything after that, I'm like, Jesus H. Christ, it's just an uphill battle from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't hate it. it. I don't want to sit, I don't want to make it come off that I don't like this game. I do really like it. I've just reached the point where I'm like, you know what? I've had this really good pie and I've been doing nothing but eating this really good pie for like, three months straight and i would like to eat something else <laughs> you know what that's a good way to put it <laughs> <laughs> nice anything else no that's it so i have been doing basically no games recently i mean i played what did i play i played a bit of doom eternal which is fun um but i think i talked about that last week mm, you did. um and and then uh so I went to the DMV, okay? I went to... Oh, you the, went back? The, the, is this, is this went, going I've back? Because I've heard the this, first time you went. Yeah, the first part I went, I went back and um, with the the new uh, papers that they wanted for yeah. me so I could get a real did ID. Ever, did you ever say on the podcast this story? I remember you telling us in person, but I don't know if you've ever told the story on the podcast. Of I don't know. So I went to the experience. DMV... And they were like, hello, welcome to DMV. And I was like, I want a real ID, please, because my ID is expiring and you keep sending me letters telling me I need a real ID. And they were like, cool, 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 cool. And they looked at all my papers and they were like, do you have this paper that we didn't tell you that you need to bring? And I was like, no, Classic. because you didn't tell me I need to bring it. And they were like, well, you need this. So I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so I guess I'll, I'll come back next week then. So I came back the next week and they were like, oh, you got all the papers. Sweet. And then they processed. I was like, yep, real ID me up, baby. And they were like, okay, cool. And then they started processing me. They took my money, took all this, like all my, I hate bringing out all my papers and stuff because it's everything is like, you. they're like, bring your social security card, which is not a card. It's just a piece of tissue paper with a mm-hmm. letter from numbers on it. Yep. Um, and, and like, I needed to bring my visa and my passport. And I don't like being out in the wild with, with my visa and passport in my, in well, my so bag. So you just it had everything on nervous. you that allows you to prove that you are who yeah, you Yeah, if someone took are. my bag that day, I would be forced <laughs> to leave this country immediately. Yeah. And they would become, um, they would become tomorrow. Yeah, they would be me. Yes. Um, so I they, I did all that and like they took my picture and then the lady was like, okay, follow me to this computer, sit down on this computer. And I was like, this is getting weird now. Why am I sitting on a computer? And then she pressed the button and I was like, what is this computer for? And she's like, it's for the driving test. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, excuse me? And she was like, yeah, this is where you take the driving test. And I was like, no, uh, my friends, you have been mistaken. I came in here for a real ID, not a driving test. And she like pointed the paper. It says here that you're, you're here for a driving test. And I was like, 
I have not driven a day in my life in this country. <laughs> you were about to get I a driver's not, license. I ha- yeah, I have like not, I've not read anything about the laws of the road at all. You're like, what, what side like, of the road do you guys drive on? Yeah, right hand side? That's wild. Um, uh, and then she was like, well, you need to do the whole process again. And, 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 like, and I was like, fuck sake. So I went back. Got in the pool again, and like they waited my turn. The lady called me up who served me, and she was like, Oh, what are you doing back? And I was like, Well, lady, guess what you did? <laughs> and she, I explained everything that happened, and she went and talked to her. She was like, Okay. And then she turns, and This is you never want this to happen. She turned to the person next to her and says, How do I fix this? And oh, I was like, no. Oh, fuck. Uh, and then she went and spoke to her supervisor who's like lady uh, sitting behind a desk that is way too high and I can see just like the top of her forehead and that's it Um, and like she comes over and she's like okay so we need to start the whole process again you need to fill out this form and send it off yourself to get a refund I was like oh great so I've now now been given homework by the DMV Mm -hmm. sweet Um, and then she like lays out all the papers to start fresh and then she looks up at me and goes it's my lunchtime. And then walks off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? It's, it's her lunchtime, like, Tam. Screw I was it. like, what the fuck, man? This is so messed up. And then another lady appears. And then she's like, what's going on? And I was like, I asked for a real ID. They, you tried, they tried to make <laughs> me ma- uh, take a driving test. And then they left for their lunch. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, and then she was like, okay, so we're gonna have to start the whole process again. And I looked at her and I went, she goes, you know, you can keep this. I was like, keep what? She's like this, this paper that lets you do the driving test for a year. And I was like, I don't want the driving (laughs) test. I want a real ID. And she was like, oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Um, and she's like, you know, the driving license is also a real ID. And I was like, I don't. Need a driving license. I want a. Re- I would want an ID. He really wants you like, to gotcha, have a gotcha, driving gotcha, license. Wow. <laughs> and then she looked at me and she was like, "Okay, cool." And then I looked back at her and I was like, "Fuck." And you know what? I'm gonna do this shit. I was like, "You know <laughs> I mean, what? You did I, will drive. Do- I will do it." You did not I will do it. <laughs> and and I was like, "All right." I looked at her and I go, so I have this current ID card. It's my existing ID card. You keep e- emailing and messaging me to get it renewed into a real ID. It has two months left on it. Um, is there a specified number of hours that I need to take lessons for before I can take a test? Because mm-hmm. in the UK, you have to log a certain amount of hours behind the wheel before you can take a test. And she was like, no, that's for under 18s or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, so mm. feasibly, what I could do is there's three months until my current ID expires. Mm-hmm. I could feasibly take my knowledge test, maybe take a few lessons, and then take my driving test within two months, pass those, and before my existing ID expires, get a driver's license with a right, real ID. And she looked at me and she was like, you could try it. And I was like, fucking believe, better believe I can try. <laughs> and I was like, I will see you next week you when I will take me? my knowledge test. So I am preparing to take my knowledge test tomorrow. Damn. I'm going to walk into a, I've done, I've done two Twitch streams this week and both of those Twitch streams has been four hours of me studying for my driving oh test my. with over a hundred people watching me do it. <laughs> and like just, just me taking tests and like Yesterday, I took about five DMV practice tests, and I passed every single one of them. Oh, And I was snap. like, all right, 
fucking I'm going in. So tomorrow, hopefully, I'm going to try and find <laughs> some time to go down to the DMV. I'm going to take my knowledge test, hopefully pass tomorrow. That will give me a permit to start driving behind, to get behind a wheel. I'll need to find someone who is willing to show me the ropes with, with driving a bit. I got, I got a few options. Uh, so I'm going to find that and maybe, and then within a month, I'm going to go and take my uh, driving test and then I'll have my fucking real ID. Okay. I'll wow. get my own. Now, do you know the, how the to thing... drive a car and just don't have an American uh, US yes. ID? Okay. I'm like, I, I was wondering, yeah. like, is this a process where you're starting from scratch or do you have existing knowledge? I mean, I, <laughs> I got my driving license maybe six years ago. I got, I went, I took the test, I passed the test and then I never drove a day again. <laughs> <laughs> That was it, because like the, the tra public transport is so convenient in the UK that it was like I, it'd be foolish to 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 drive. Like, it's, and you it's know what? Like a, You're gonna do the exact same thing here, because why would you want to drive in San Francisco? I mean, the public transport in San Francisco is absolute dog shit. So I don't know. Well, why. okay, sure, but like, do you want to own a car in the city? No, 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 no. I'm gonna I'm gonna rent a car 100. percent If I need to go somewhere, I'll just rent a car. Yeah. Um exactly. Or like or like use someone else's car and be like get me get me give me that car. I'm taking the car. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm uh, going to be doing GTA. It's just in the streets. Oh give me this God. car. <laughs> I need this. <laughs> just keep pulling someone out of the car. Like, um, well, he had an yeah. ID, he can drive, so it's yeah. to give it to him. The thing that I forgot to factor in is the key threes <laughs> is all happening very soon. <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, Guys, so I would love that. to cover this press conference, but I do but have to I've... take this driving test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You should. I do need to learn to drive. Uh, I, I, if it time, if it lines up, I want you to like call in on your phone during like a live stream pre-show at the DMV. <laughs> and just you're sitting there talking about it's like all right everyone yeah. i'm walking into my <laughs> test right now <laughs> yeah but that's but the new like god of war trailer a, fucking sick yeah <laughs> wow. just while taking a driving test just be talking about whatever the trailer is and like the guy the person who is like in the car with me assessing my driving just like can you focus on the fucking road please i'm like it's just announced hollow night silk song is cancelled it's wild uh, <laughs> how dare you <laughs> so that is when my brain gets DLC about before Silk Song comes out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'd be funnier if they put a uh, Silk Song in Elden Ring DLC. <laughs> just a mention of it. Bought Team Cherry, and like for some reason, there's like a just a chapel in the Elden Ring DLC <laughs> with an arcade machine, and you go up to it and you like press the action button on the in-game arcade machine, and it loads up Hollow Knight Silk Song, and they're like. <laughs> Yeah, we bought that shit and we put it in our game. And it's tied to the <laughs> post game, so it forces me to have yeah. to beat Elden Ring in order to access it. Yeah. <laughs> you need an item. But yeah, that's what I've been doing. Uh this this little past week. Um focused on that. Uh I, I basically went in blind. Like I was like, let me see what I can let's see how far I can get without having read a single bit of information from the handbook. And I was doing really well up until the question was basically like, a cop tells you to break the law, do you do it? And I was like, absolutely not. And the answer was, do it. And I was like, this is fucking insane. Yes, <laughs> the question was like, <laughs> yes. The question was like, oh, a, a cop tells you to run a red light. And I was like, and it was like, a cop tells you to uh, run a red light, do you do it? And I was like, no, because the cop told me there's no, how will anyone else driving on the road know what I'm, that a cop has told me to run a red right. light? They're just going to like crash into me and kill me. And I was like, with confidence, I was like, no, do not do that. 
and it was like, you, you should listen to a cop always. Yeah. And I was like, that is insane. It's, no, I, it's bad. I don't crazy agree with that advice. That, yeah, that the the rules for the road in the US at least is like, oh no, if a cop tells you to do something, you just have to do it without question, yeah. no matter how illegal it sounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's also like a test or uh, a question and test, which is like, should you obey a, I can't remember what it is, it's like a, a road safety person. Mm -hmm. Like, should you, when, when should you obey a road safety person? I was like, oh, when they're on the road and directing you. And it was like, no, at all times. So like, if a fucking road safety person appears <laughs> at my door, dressed in their uniform, and it's like, give me your money, I have to be like, all right, well, the road well, safety fucking... Need it for something. Yeah, yeah, you, got, yeah. You, got, yeah you are, of course, like, deputized by the President of the United States, apparently, to just have and do everything with impunity. Fucking Jack Bauer over here. Um, but yeah, so there's some absolute... I did that, I got really far. Uh, without like doing that and then those questions came up and I was like maybe I should read that book and I started <laughs> so, so I started reading the book yesterday and I read half of it and it's just like wild like very boring normal shit but they occasionally will throw in something absolutely ridiculous that is worded in a way that's baffling yeah. there's also parts where it's like a lot of questions about like alcohol blood levels and I'm like can I just skip these or what <laughs> can I like if that appears in a test, now can I just call the person over and be like, "Listen, I haven't had a alcohol. Uh, alcohol has never passed these lips, and they never will." Can I skip this question? <laughs> but like, I, I was like, and they'll be like, "No," because we like, don't believe you nor trust you. Yeah, no. I'll be like, "Oh my god, this is wild." Um, and there's also like questions about like what age you can leave a kid in a car, just like. To fucking die, and I'm like, "What is going on, man? <laughs> just never leave your child in a car." No, absolutely just, just don't not. Do it. And it's like, how long can you leave? Uh, how, at what age can you leave a child in a car for seven hours? And uh, seven hours, like, yeah. or some shit like that. And it's like, oh, if they're like, uh, apparently it's like six years old. It like, yeah. and also like, it's like, if a child is four foot seven inches, what kind of seatbelt do you need to give him? Yep. I'm just like, what? What is? Okay, going well, I mean, on? that's that's kind of important because. Yeah, it's important but when it's like, you have a child. I feel like, but also it's weird point. because yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, you're like it's assuming that like, and you will definitely be having a kid, right? And it's like, no, like no, no. like what are you talking about? Our world is dying. You think I'm gonna bring a life into this world? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, who knows? No. Maybe, maybe I already have, and no one knows about it. Um, Damn. Anyways, Damn fucks around. thank you for listening to another episode of the GameSpot After Dark <laughs> podcast. Uh, we are keeping it a little bit shorter this week because it is absolutely popping off and our attentions are required in many, many places right yeah. now. I've got like 30 different docs open. I've got like nonstop people are asking me questions and I don't know where to look at. I don't know what to do. Listen, and the questions I was asking you were important. <laughs> I need to book travel. I need to mm -hmm. prepare for interviews. I've got people being like, hey, can you, who's doing this? And I'm like, I just told you, I don't know. Stop asking uh, me the same question repeatedly. <laughs> I need to yeah, know I, when to book my flight. <laughs> I came back from vacation and I was like, I should have just taken the other two days off. I don't know why I did that because we have Memorial Day off. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I should have mm -hmm. just taken it. But also, I I checked my email and just the mountain of stuff I need to take care of. I was also like, I'm actually kind of glad because if I had to come back on Tuesday to deal with all of this, I would have just it would have been a nightmare. God. An you boys ready nightmare. for Sunday as well? 
Oh yeah. D and D. Oh yeah. D and D Yeah. I'm I'm ready for that. Yeah. 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 Should be good. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um. But there you have it, Jordan. Where you at? What are you up to? Uh, folks can find me on Twitter at jmremay. Um, I am currently working on a review for Roller Champions, uh, which will probably be out sometime next week. Uh, other than that, I have I, I think my avalanche of previews is finally coming to an end. I think I have two more games to write about which i'm pretty sure the embargoes will be coming up soon enough so be on the lookout for that um john luke what about you uh you can follow me on twitter if you want at john luke <laughs> but i don't know i don't post anything there that's not you're not get, you're not gaining any value by doing that um you should instead just uh, go to GameSpot.com and click on all of all the videos. Open all of them up in like multiple tabs. Let them run the whole way through. Give us all the ad revenue, and then send all those links to your family so they can open it up, and we also get more ad revenue. Is that Love that's what it. that's what you should do? Let's see. Um, and I am working on a bunch of things. I can, I just cannot even begin to start listing them. Um. But keep your eyes peeled on the website. You'll see some of it there. Um, you'll see some of it here on GameSpot. You'll see some of it on Giant Bomb. Mm -hmm. Please be excited. See. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.